Blog Talk Radio. Hello. After watching this video, you will find out what the word enemy means. Someone who is hostile to, feels hatred towards, opposes the interests of, or intends injury to someone else. The troops of a state, nation or people with whom one is at war. Man who is hostile to, feels hatred towards, opposes the interests of, or intends injury to someone else. Of, relating to, or belonging to an enemy. Of or belonging to an enemy, enemy planes. Any hostile group of people, he viewed lawyers as the real enemy. An opposing military force, the enemy attacked at dawn. An armed adversary, a soldier must be prepared to kill his enemies. A personal enemy, they had been political foes for years. Any hostile group of people. An opposing military force. An armed adversary. A personal enemy. Nebuchadnezzar tried to make Sherak, Meshach, Nebuchadnezzar, eat the food. We ain't eating your food. We ain't bowing to your statue. We know that our God is going to deliver us. And even if our God don't come right now, we still ain't bowing.
See the brights. What you doing on the street at night? Wonder if they're gonna read your rights. 13th Amendment, three strikes. Made a left when I should have made a right. Told God last time on life. Told the devil that I'm going on a strike. Told the devil when I see him on sight. I've been working for you my whole life. Told the devil that I'm going on a strike. I've been working for you my whole life. Nothing worse than a hypocrite. Change, he ain't really different. He ain't even try to get permission. Ask for advice and they dissed him. Said I'm finna do a gospel album. What have you been hearing from the Christians? They'll be the first one to judge me. Make it feel like nobody loved me. They'll be the first one to judge me. Feeling like nobody loved me. Told people God was my mission. What have you been hearing from the Christians? They'll be the first one to judge me. Make it feel like nobody loved me. Make you feel alone in the dark and you never see the light, man. You never see in home, man. You never see the domes. I can feel it when I write. Point of living in the right. If they only see the wrongs, never listen to the songs. Just to listen is a fight. But you whoop me for the fight. It's so hard to get along if they only see the slight from the love of religion. What are you being from the Christians? They'll be the first one to judge me. Make it seem like nobody loves me I'm not trying to lead you to Jesus But if I try to lead you to Jesus We get call halfway believers Only halfway read Ephesians Only if they knew what I knew of I was never new till I knew of True and living God, yeah, Yeshua The true and living God Somebody pray for me Hands off, 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 Every time 
Kane, everyone. I want to thank everyone for tuning in to the Fosmo Song Network tonight. This is Brother Seth. And uh, I want to go ahead and bring on my co-host to make sure he's here and he's okay. Brother Kathleen, are you there? Right now we're going to air code 9. Yes, sir. Can you hear me? I can hear you just great, brother. Welcome to tonight's show. I want to thank you for your attendance. Really appreciate you you uh, helping me out here with the difficulties we have with our phone lines. Okay? Okay. All right. No problem. No problem. Okay, folks. Again, you're tuning to the Five Tone Network. We had a little trouble, but we, we'll hear y'all. Um, I hope y'all enjoyed Kanye West. I really uh, – he was he was a blessing. Uh, um, just listened to his testimony. Did a little research on him and just thought I would play some of his songs as opening for this show. Uh, speaking of the show tonight, we're talking about the topic is who or what is the biggest enemy of African Americans? Who or what is the biggest enemy of African Americans? And I um, went on to send this message out to many of you. I'll just go ahead and read the show description. We're going to get right into it, folks. African Americans, who or what is your enemy? How are they or it? Your enemy, your enemy. That's important. What do you tell your children about your enemy? I went on to say at some point after Americans, we must agree on who or what are. Excuse me. Let me repeat that. At some point, African Americans must agree on who or what are their enemies, and when against them. And I went on to say, tune in today, March 14, 2022, Saturday night. Um, brothers and sisters, tonight is very serious because our people, for whatever reason, is battling with who the enemy is. And so tonight I thought I would do a show again. This is probably our second or third show talking about this topic but I just want to make it crystal clear because I've never seen uh, our people, so-called African-Americans, a.k.a. Israelites, I believe, struggling with hate, hate for the white man, hate for each other, blaming each other as the enemy, blaming the white man mostly for being the enemy. And tonight I would, thought I would do a show to answer the question, try my best with scripture backing uh, and uh, brother, our co-host, uh, uh, brother, uh, Casper is going to do the same. He's going to try his best with what he has in his walk with the Father to, to articulate what the Father has showed him to be the enemy. Uh, so tonight, that is what we're dealing with. But before I get too far into that, I just want to, again, thank you for your time. Um, tonight, we was, I got this brand new nice mic everybody I ordered, and I was going to try it out. And, and it may not have been a good idea to try that tonight, but anyway... I was trying because I want y'all to hear me. I don't think y'all hear me that loud. Everybody keeps saying I'm not loud enough. So instead of just shouting the whole show, but I'll get a new mic. But anyway, that's me to hear now there. Um, I want to remind everybody that's been following us since 2011 in those uh, countries all over that we talked about the first three shows since we've been back from the break, being listened to brothers and sisters. Um, but as we talked about, uh, uh, we while we're being listened to, we appreciate it. And while I'm getting emails from some of you, we appreciate that too. Compliments here and there, we appreciate that too. But folks, we need you to follow us. And uh, that link I sent to you, the blog talk link, click on that follow button. It's going to ask you a few questions, just a few questions, and you'll be able to follow us and get updates anytime we do shows because we don't always have time to send out promos, and uh, so you'll be missing out. 
you will be missing out. All right? Follow us. And I want to remind everybody, folks, these shows are recorded. They are recorded. What does that mean? That means you can listen to these shows uh, after they're recorded uh, pretty much any time. Um, I listen to blogs, even other blogs, all throughout the day at work, um, in the laundromat, not laundromat, excuse me, in the um, grocery store. got my own washing dryer, thank God for that. But uh, I listen to podcasts. When I would fly, uh, I went. Uh, I would travel. Just you can just that's the beat of podcasts. It's one of the reasons I love what I do because one we have access to people twenty four seven. Unlike a lot of our uh, churches and religious, uh, I mean our education institutions, they only can they only they can only be heard at certain times. So anyway, um, brother Catherine, how are you doing tonight? First of all, brother, I know we kind of got off to a little rough start, but how are you doing? I'm doing great, Mr. Self. Doing just fine, man. Yes. I am ready to get down into this uh topic and uh and uh speak up speak our mind, speak my mind on it, you know. Yes, for sure, for sure. And uh I <laughs> I, I I agree. I agree one hundred percent with that. Um trying to think, uh Brother Castleberry, just briefly, uh when you think of the word enemy, what comes to mind? First, as far as definition, just right now. In about well, 30 seconds, uh, when you hear the word enemy, what comes to mind? Evil, um, oppression, um, tyranny. Those three uh, three things right there is the first things that come in my mind as the enemy. You know? Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. That's the first thing. If you, uh, I don't necessarily want to put it on a nationality or a people. It's just a evilness. Period. You know, um, a evilness that's in all colors and shades of all people around this world. Uh, so that's exactly uh, what I want to get into. And I understand that there's uh there's you know, uh, different opinions out there. But uh, yeah, we're going to dive all into that, man, different aspects. But, yeah, that's the first thing to come to my mind is just evilness, just wickedness, you know. Wow, wow. Yeah, we are going to get right into it, as he is saying. Uh, uh, Brother Castle, uh, Castleberry, and I really appreciate him coming on and just um, uh, just just back. Brother Castleberry is pretty much one of our backup, what we call backup co-hosts. In other words, he, he won't – it's not a part of our normal – I can't say that really he is, but he just kind of comes on as because we got so many people that are so busy. That once in a while, they're not able to come on like they need, and he just kind of steps up. And the reason why I chose his brother to kind of hang out with him, brothers and sisters, just so y'all know, I've had the opportunity to just check him out and look up uh, some of the things that he have researched and, and, and what he has um, been studying on his Facebook and just in this conversation. And he's well learned, and not to mention y'all on Sunday night. Y'all got to check out the show where he was on talking about. Uh, I'll let you talk a little bit about that show. Uh, I won't tell everything. I'm going to let you just. Uh, I want you to. Well, let's put it like this, brothers and sisters. His mom even got involved. And uh, we was talking about end time events, church being saved. We was talking about just a lot of things that y'all bear with me because I got this. Got a few things going on. They kind of threw off and I'm a little behind on some things here. 
But Brother Castleberry have come on. We it went up under the, the term mystery topic. We went under the word mystery topic. And I want you all to go back and check out this show because we're talking about Sunday. Man. Today is the 14th. That was the 8th. So do blog, talk, video, and then do the show uh, where it says mystery topic. And Brother Casper, go ahead and tell everybody just some of the highlights we hit of the show and how you uh, just the different callers. Give us a synopsis of what happened on Sunday. Folks, remember our shows are recorded. It's one reason I'm going down this road. I want y'all to know that you're missing out. We're now doing shows on Sunday night, excuse me, Saturday night, Sunday night, and Mondays at 8 o'clock. Again, we're doing shows now on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Okay, but Castro, just go ahead and tell us, uh, tell everybody what happened on Sunday night. Okay. Uh, well, last time we was on air uh, Sunday night, uh, we was uh, we hit on a few topics. Uh, culture is what we started off with, and uh, uh, what is our culture? Black culture. We kind of hit on that and talked about it, and uh, kind of how we define what culture is, and um, I, I kind of. Uh, uh, spoke on it on if we should go back, trace our footsteps, uh, being mm-hmm. descendants of slaves. Should we uh, bring it to the 21st, uh, 21st century? Uh, all of mm-hmm. our, uh, uh, yeah, we trace our footsteps back to uh, where we lost our culture. Should we bring it to the 21st century? And that was uh, uh, mm-hmm. the topic on the culture. As far as the, the rest of the show, we got into division amongst uh, how we believe, uh, and no, uh, we kind of hit on that. Because that, that division, you're right. right. Division was, was a big part of the show. Cause, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Division was a great big part of the show, and uh, it was very enlightening and educational. And uh, I would like to folks to, yeah, go back and check that out. All right. Mm-hmm. I, I, when I say things like shows are good, I know there's such thing as hyping up your show. There's some shows y'all never do talk about. Why? Because they we don't have bad shows. I don't pick things that are not relevant to you and yours. But there are some shows that resonate with me more than others. And I like this show, uh, the show uh, Brother Casper was on, with because uh, he was very honest. He was very down to earth, that's a lot of questions that a lot of you think about, you know, what should we do? You know, how should we live as the Israelites if we are the Israelites? And what about the Father staring on that remnant? Are all of us going to be saved as African-Americans, a.k.a. Israelites? Because the Bible talks about all of Israel shall be saved. What does that mean? And then he talks about a remnant of it shall be saved. So a lot of confusion around that. If you have questions about that, please. Tune in to the show where uh, Brother Kingwood Castleberry, his mother, even called and weighed in on the conversation. Very good show last week. But tonight we're dealing with again, again, everybody, uh, we're dealing with who or what is the biggest enemy of African Americans. And um, those of you listening, and you may not be African Americans because we got people listening in China and all over you listen to this broadcast, it behooves you to know the information that we be presented tonight because if we are right about being Israel, Israel, the Jews, the real Jews, who I believe we are 
one tribe, lost tribe now found, you need to know what's happening with us. You need to keep your thumb on what's happening with us or your eyes on what's happening with us because the Bible says Israel is to be a type of clock. Israel is to be a type of clock. What does that mean? People are supposed to, the church especially, supposed to be watching Israel because certain things is to happen to Israel that would usher in the coming of the Messiah. Okay, if you believe in the Bible, you believe in prophecy, and you believe that that book is going to be fulfilled no matter what, like I do, just like the universal law is going to happen. If that's you, you got to know. You must know the movements of Israel. When you see the Jews, the true Jews, a.k.a. Israelites, coming into the land from the scattered from the four corners, you had better mark that time because the Bible talks about when it happens, the Messiah returning. And uh, more importantly, the Bible says also that with regards to these people called Jews or Israelites, those that bless you, I will bless. Those that curse you, I will curse. I'm talking to those of you who are not so-called Israel, who may not be, you may be from, uh, uh, listening to us in your uh, what they call a Gentile. You got to understand to be kind to Israel, to be a blessing to Israel, the Father will bless you. The worst thing you want to do is be an enemy of African Americans, not to threaten you or scare you into something, some put some mind trip on you. But, folks, all jokes aside, if we are Israel, Israelites, and you are persecuting us out of ignorance. I can't say it's a sin because the Bible says sin is when a man knows to be right and not and not uh, uh, and not do it. But I can say that you're going to reach some of that because it's just you're going against God's people. So why the Father may not hold it against you in terms of sin, just the way He has set it up. Those that come against Israel is automatically certain things will happen to them, but you won't even know why. It's like you don't know why you're persecuting them. You don't know why certain things are happening. Okay, so, and again, the scripture says, those that bless you, I will bless. And you want to be a blessing to whoever Israelites are because they're going to be going through more than anybody as a nation. And if they're obedient, they're going to be blessed more than anybody as a nation. So Israelites is going to be on the top or the bottom to who's you, again, if you listen to the show and you're a Gentile, to know who Israel is um, and to be a blessing to them. I just had to say that because we're talking tonight about who or what is the biggest enemy of African Americans. Some of you are indeed our biggest enemy, and I need to stir notice to you tonight. Be very careful of who you deal with when you deal with African Americans. Brothers and sisters, this show uh, is very much needed because African Americans are, uh, a lot of them are misadvised as to who is the enemy, and I believe they're hating uh, the wrong people, the wrong things, and I think they're loving the wrong things, and uh, they need to be loving the right people and things, and they need to be hating the right 
They need to hate what the Father hates and love what the Father loves. Let's just put it like that, okay? So, brothers and sisters, this show is very needed. I am Seth Turner, again, the founder of the Five Stone Network. And I've been saying that a lot lately because I'm always hiding in the back somewhere, not wanting to get credit, but some of that is just really um, – I'm not being super spiritual, pious, nothing like that. I just think it's a time for people to know who I am and what my intentions are in doing these shows. I love you. I love you, brothers and sisters. And I just want to be a blessing. I figure if I be a blessing to you and tell you and share with you and bring on people like Brother King and Castleberry to share what he knows for sure, the Father will bless his home, his home, and he will bless my home. So, yes, we're not perfect in every area of our life, but I figure if we do what's right by you, the Father will do what's right by us. It's just simply we're farmers tonight sowing seeds, seeds we know for sure, things we've learned, and uh, things we don't know will tell you we don't know. Okay, so I want to start off by sharing a story, Brother Casperberry, and listeners. Again, if you're on the phone lines, have to say this every week. If you're on the phone line and you have a question, press 1. And I'll bring you on. You can ask uh, Mr. Castleberry your question or make your comment uh, to me or whatever. If you're in the chat room and you have a question or comment, please, please put question marks before and after your question. We will get to those as soon as possible. Um, again, uh, if I can just say it one more time, please be patient with me. The show is not to... Um, it's just simply to shed light on what the father hates and uh, uh, what the father loves. And I think that's what we should hate and love, what he hates and love, because he said, follow me and uh, be ye imitators of God. And that's what we're supposed to be. Um, the goal of the show is once the show ends, is for everybody listening to be clear on what scripture says what about how we are to treat our enemy, who is our enemy, first and foremost, how to treat our enemy, uh, are we to love our enemies, how we are to deal with our enemies, and how we are to get rid of our enemies. Our enemies can, you'll find out tonight, be turned into our comrades, into our allies. You're going to learn that your enemies, shouldn't stay your enemies. The Bible says it like this. I'm getting into my first scripture tonight. It says, I will cause those that come against you. Just bear with me. I'm moving too fast now. My mind is racing. But it says, if your ways please me, I'll make your enemies to be at peace with you. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. One more time. The scripture says, your ways please me. I'll make your enemies be at peace with you. Okay, one scripture says to make your enemies your footstool. So there are lots of places uh, where the Father promises things, promises to turn our enemies into our allies. Proverbs 16 and 17 is where you can go when it talks about when a man ways please the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. And you're going to find now that is because a lot of times the enemy had been sent by the Father in the first place because of his rebellion. 
But the man now is not rebelling. Why would the father keep sending the enemy? We're going to talk about tonight how the father does send the enemy. One scripture talks about he will hiss, H-I-S-S, hiss to the nations in the north to come and persecute his people, carry out judgment is a better way of putting it. His to the nations in the north, y'all, are you listening to me? The father talks about he was his, H-I-S-S, which is to say, hey, you, his to the nations in the north to come and carry out his judgment. Are y'all hearing me? So uh, in Jeremiah 50, that's part of it. Um, Zechariah 10 and 8, uh, it says, I will hiss for them. Who then some people out of the north? Many times we're going to present to you tonight, this is what's coming up. We're going to share with you, brothers and sisters, how the Father literally calls people to be his enemy, calls nations to oppress and be an enemy to Israel. So let's say you don't believe black people are Israelites. I understand. Just for the moment, let's pretend we're not. Isn't it interesting how the Bible still talks about how the Father called one nation to carry out judgment on another nation? And he called, he told the nation, Israel, I am going to send to you these enemies. They're going to come and get. When he sent them, he's sending them to be their enemies. Enemies mean someone that's going to carry out a judgment. That's one form of enemies. But enemies also, I believe, and I'm going to talk about tonight, enemies can also be within you. Our flesh craves evil when ain't nobody around. Nobody around. Nobody around. There is something in us that craves evil. Thought in the garden. So my point is, what, who, is the biggest enemy of African-Americans. Folks, we are serious tonight. I cannot tell you how much we are serious tonight. And um, I want to apologize to those that clicked on the show and I had the wrong time. It's at 8 o'clock. Definitely it's 11 o'clock p.m. tonight. We're doing the show Central Standard Time. Hoping nobody clicked in earlier looking for the show. I caught the mistake in time. But, uh, again, folks, you tune into the Fossil Soul Network. I'm Brother Seth. I'm the Fox and Network, and we have the one and only King Will Casper all the way in Tyler, Texas. And uh, we have uh, those in the phone lines, again, as well, as well as the chat room opening. We are swinging here on the Fox and Phone Network. Again, this is a very urgent message because our people are losing it, I think. A lot of them, a lot of people got too much class to say things like, I hate white people or I hate black people, but they really do deep inside. I'm talking about some good-looking very mature, uh, some of them quoting a lot of scriptures, attending church every Sunday, and they have hate in their heart, especially our traditional churches, Baptists, a lot of these old black people over 50s and 60s and 70s. They have hate in their heart, brothers and sisters, because they interpret white man, the white man, the white man to be the enemy. Is it true? Is it? Start off by saying this, and then I'm going to Brother Casper. To me, if you do everything right and people are pressing you, that's an enemy. 
If you're doing something or have done something and the Father has now it's time for judgment. We forget all about that. These churches are not teaching about judgment. The Father, a lot of times, there's a season of judgment or a harvest, if you will. You can call it a harvest. After you sow bad acts, bad seeds, there's a harvest coming. Sometimes we do certain things with our bodies. Sickness and disease happen, even if it's not even getting rest and you catch a cold or something. Well, when these things happen, and it's judgment, or it's one of the universal laws, y'all don't grow. You can call it the enemy, all right. But is it really? Or were you the enemy by doing things that would bring judgment upon you? The Father said to a people that don't know nothing about slave ships, never been out of the land of Israel, all they ever known is peace, prosperity. And he says to them, you got it good, don't you? says, you better continue to serve me. Of course, not the spirit, but he would say, serve me, Israel. Obey the laws of Israel because if you don't, I'm going to take you to a land that you nor your forefathers knew, and there you will be sold as slaves. I'm going to take you there in ships. And it says your good man will not father their children because of something called a siege, S-I-E-G-E, which means something is going on to push those men out of the house, basically. There's a war. If he says that you want to enjoy your children, your young men will be taking captivities. If you take, he talked about you won't control your own bodies. And Israel looking at them going, we ain't never heard none of those things. How can we be taken to the land? We know everything. Man. What do you mean taken to the land that we know not of? At the time, brothers and sisters, nobody was in America, North or South or Central America. Y'all know that? Pretty much America, North, South, and Central America was empty. You might really know about this land. Well, no, no, nothing over here, pretty much. The Father says it's the Israel, they don't believe it. And then one day they look up and all these things don't happen. Then he calls a nation from the north, which he says over 20 times in the scripture, to carry out these judgments, to press these people, and they're going to have to be strong because Israel was the strongest of all nations. That diet was second to none. They had warriors, I mean flat-out warriors, ballers that can get down in war. Plus, they had the most how to fight with them from time. He actually joined them. I mean, folks, there was nothing like Israel. Forget all you ever heard about Roman Empire. No, it was the Israelites. They was a bad people. They were bad-ass people, some people say. Excuse my French, but I'm just saying they were serious. Who going to break them down with the Catholics? Nobody. So the father had to call a nation. Says I will provoke you to jealousy by those that are not a people. I don't want to talk too much. I'm going to get my calls in here before I say too much. But, folks, if you find yourself in America fulfilling these prophecies, how can the white man be our enemy? Yes, there's the enemies in terms of they're carrying out the judgment. If you want to call it the enemy, it is the white man in the story, in the show. Thank you all for listening. Good night. <laughs> Might as well stop the show right there. If that's what you call the enemy. Okay, white man, wait a minute. But is he really, or was it our disobedience? And if the father is the one called him, could he be looked at like the enemy? He says, I'm going to turn against you. <laughs> I'm not saying the father is the enemy. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, what are you calling the enemy? Is it our forefathers' rebellion? To me, that's 
the real enemy of African Americans, our forefathers' flesh cravings. That started the ball rolling. Disobedient after they saw the father do all these things for them as a royal people. And all these things start to happen, and all this hardest begins to come. We find ourselves on slave ships. We find ourselves in this new land with no control of our bodies, no control of our children, and under this system. Then we want to go hate white men, but should we, can we, should we hate? Is that intelligence if you know beyond a shadow of doubt why you're here? Brother Casper, is any comment on anything you've heard? Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. Uh, you you hit on uh, several uh, 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 key points there, man. Um, well, uh, it's it's not limited to a particular race, but here in, in America, we can uh, definitely quickly point right at the white man. He's the one that put chains on us. But if you go deeper into it, we are scattered over this world, and we got brothers and sisters that. Uh, all across the water, who got a whole different oppressor, right? And when we when we come mm. to this subject, we don't want to come to it and uh, looking at it through just one lens. Let's look at us in general as we're scattered. It, uh, yes, folks, I do believe I'm a Hebrew Israelite. Uh, the bi- biblical characters from the Bible, I believe I descend from that. And what the scriptures kind of point at is that, well, to say it shortly, is that we're cursed, everybody. We're cursed. We've been. We got a homeland. We had a homeland, and uh, we uh, really made our father very mad at us. And uh, what he did, he kicked us out of our homeland, and and prophesied to us that we will be scattered everywhere. And he kind of names the enemy, um, the enemy that would uh, be so terrible on us uh, that that's exactly how we're going to come back to him through this enemy by reading this gospel, reading the word and figuring it out. It'll be uh, a matter of fact, let me go to that scripture, everybody. And then you can kind of, and we'll we'll come back uh, uh, to the subject. Let me go to Deuteronomy. Uh, Mrs. Uh, Brother self kind of hit on it just a minute ago. Let me go to Deuteronomy and, um, we're going to start at uh, Deuteronomy chapter 28, and we're going to start at uh, mm-hmm. verse 15. Because, see, it's, it's the curses, uh, as he scattered them, is how we kind of all clicked and like, hey, that 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 sounds like us. That sounds like our brothers and sisters mm-hmm. in Haiti. That sounds like our brothers and sisters on the on uh, these islands, uh, and right here in America, mm-hmm. and, and great, our brothers and sisters that's uh, in slavery in Europe. Great Britain and all those little countries over there in Europe. Hey, man. Uh, so I, I just want to get into this and just read a couple uh, verses just real, real quick. All right. Uh, uh, Deuteronomy chapter 28. And uh, I'm going to start at verse 15. <clears throat> but it shall come to pass, if thou would not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Cursed shall thou be in the city, and cursed shall thou be in the field. Cursed shall thou be thy, uh, be thy baskets and thy store. Cursed shall be the fruit of thy body, and cursed 
the fruit of thy land, increase of thy kind, and flocks of thy sheep. Cursed shall thou be when thou comest in, and cursed shall thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall send upon thee cursings, vexations, rebuke, and all that thou hast settest thy hand unto for to do until thou be destroyed, and until thou perish quickly, because the wickedness of thy doings whereby thou hast forsaken me. The Lord shall make pestilence cleave unto thee until he have consumed thee from off the land, whither thou goest to possess it. The Lord shall smite thee with a consumption and with a fever and with an inflammation and with an extreme burning and with the sword and with blasting and with mildew, and they shall pursue thee until thou perish. And thy heaven that is over thy head shall be brass, and the earth that is under thee shall be iron. I mean, just terrible, right? Uh, that's not all. There's just several, several, uh, if you keep reading, it's uh, several uh um, key points in this curse. Uh, let me skip on down. Let's go to um, verse 30. Thou shalt betroth a wife, and another man shall lie with her. Thou shalt build an house, and thou shalt not dwell therein, and shalt plant a vineyard, and thou shalt gather the grapes thereof. All right. The ox shall be slain before thy eyes, and thou shalt not eat thereof. Thine ass shall be violently taken away from before thy face and shall not be restored unto thee. Thou sheep shall be given unto thy enemies, and thou shalt have none to rescue them. Thy sons and thy daughters shall be given unto another people, and thy eyes shall look and, and fail with longing for them all the day long. And there shall be no might in thy hand. The fruit of thy land and all thy labor shall a nation that knoweth not eat up, and thou shalt be only oppressed and crushed always. And I just read a little bit of that to kind of give you a little taste of it. Uh, these are curses that's on the Hebrews, and they are scattered across the world. And back to the subject of um, that, that's at hand, uh, who exactly is his enemy? Because, uh, uh, brothers and sisters, we are scattered across this world, and it's not just one nationality of people that's oppressing us all. You know what I mean? It's uh it's several, several of us, you know, got a different well, brother, master, brother, got brother a different press. Let me, let me okay. say this only because you read so much. You read so much, and I want, I want to hit something real quick, and I want you to keep on your own road. That was beautiful. Appreciate you reading. Okay. There's a lot more there. He couldn't do it all, but he did what he could. Just go back and that's your homework. Read Deuteronomy 28 and Leviticus 26. But one thing, Brother Catherine, and I know him, and he even said it while I was talking. I'm just going to reiterate something he said. When he said, we are cursed, I want people to understand something. Individually, individually, if you and your house obey the Father, you're not going to operate in the curse. That's why he was saying with this gospel, we're going to be this same nation is going to turn and be our adversaries. I mean, our, our not adversaries, but our com- uh, allies. When, when and if we turn to the Father. Scripture says, Second Chronicles 7, 14, if my people which are called my name, y'all know what it says. If my people which are called my name, Israel, return from their wicked ways, seek my face. Uh, uh, and I probably just slow down and just and say it. But if my people which are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, he's promised a blessing upon his people. 
So individually, you might be blessed. You've seen in this nation of African Americans where certain people are just blessed. It seems like everything they do is just blessed. And then, but their relatives, their neighbors, African Americans, are walking through something, and it's these curses. So I do believe what the brother is saying. The nation is operating under curse, but it doesn't mean you and you individually will not be, but like Christ. Like Christ himself that walked the earth, he was that, he lived that way. He wasn't operating under a curse, but his nation was, and for that reason, he mourned. So a lot of y'all are mourning because of your nation. So don't get it twisted. It ain't like all of us is just doomed. That's not what Brother King would have said, but I just want to make that clear because sometimes it's like curse, 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 and just like, hey, man, no matter what we do, you know, so yes, you're not going to have a bank. It's going to affect you somewhat, but you still have, you still will be blessed. The Bible promises too much to do things for us if we obey. The Father's not going to turn from us because our neighbors and our relatives is, is, is knuckleheads. And last thing I want to say, Brother King, I want you to finish right where you finish off where you left off. But remember, the Bible, the Bible that we have is wrote. Most of Israel was in captivity. I think when the Bible was written. So most of these verses we got, these testimonies, these miracles, are was of people that wasn't bound by wherever Israel was in captivity at. In Babylon, they excel, and we have them in Scripture. Under Syria, they were not bound by Assyrians, Egyptians heavy bondage, miracles. Everybody was not bound by the curses that Israel was operating in even while they were in Egypt. Miracles even for many, many Israelites while they were in captivity. So yes, we're in captivity as a nation, but individually we're encouraging one family by one family by one family. We'll look up and hopefully we'll be able to convert the whole nation. That's our goal tonight. Go ahead, Brother Casper. Okay. Uh, yes, yeah, that that was uh, very educational, man, altogether. Great opening to the subject. Um, and as we dig on deeper in the subject, I think that we need to fast forward just a tad bit um, to, to, you know, bring it, bring it kind of on home, and then we're going to dive deep on in it again. And uh, the scripture yep. I want to go to that kind of brings it all home would be um, – Ephesians, uh, we're going to okay. go to the New Testament. We're going to go to uh, to the Ephesians uh, chapter 6, and uh, there, one second, one second, I am, all right, Ephesians, we're going to go to chapter 6, verse One second, one second. There we go. There we go. There we go. Chapter 6, verse, um, we're going to start at 12. No, no, we're going to, yeah, uh, uh, we're going to go to 12. Yeah, 6 and 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And I think that's a very, very special um, uh, point uh, to our subject we're talking tonight. It's on exactly what I was saying, that this is uh, 
Satan. This is the devil. This is his minions that's causing chaos in this world. That is our enemy. And there is a way uh, that we can uh, uh, come together. There is a way that we could uh, fend off and protect ourselves, and that is getting closer to Christ, getting closer to the Father, getting to uh, learn more. That is the antidote on uh, how to fix, turn everything around, you know. Uh, But we Mm, live in a world that is slowly, yeah, decaying and dwindling, uh, all prophesied. And for us that's listening tonight, I just hope that you can take home with you that that is the remedy and antidote to uh, take out a, a little time of your day and just, uh, you know, open the book and read about them and get closer to them because that is the antidote to, to all the things that is to come and might be what, uh, you know, solve what's going on in your current life right at the moment because we all are stressed out these days. With the virus, with the economy, yes, we are all stressed out, y'all. So we, this is, this conversation is heartfelt, and I really want uh, it to be educational, and y'all walk away from this conference, this radio show, uh, feeling that you learned something. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and uh, uh, I hope that it helps you out. But uh, yes, so that is the the real culprit, and what's what's plaguing us as a people and all of mankind. It's uh the Satan absolutely. and his minions, y'all. And yes, uh he is absolutely. he he do, Yes, he don't care what nationality he is. He's he come here to destroy everybody. We look on the news, those are not black people running from Russia out there, y'all. But that is real heartfelt tears and bloodshed being shed. People fearing for their lives in real time. Um but wow. yes, it's well, he, let, he's let everywhere, me, y'all. Let me say this about let me say this, Brother Castle, uh, Barry, that was excellent, 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 excellent scripture. That's the, that's the first scripture I think uh, when I when this subject came to my mind. And so you, you, you're going for the juggle right away because I was building up to that, but I'm, you just, you fired on all cylinders. But he is absolutely right. The Bible says, who's, who we wrestle against? Who we wrestle against? What is the war against? Principalities. You just read over that principalities, principalities, powers, rules that we. But you hear what you just said. Number one, principalities. There, I was taught uh, early on my walk with with Christ that there there are levels. Almost like ranking, they are ranking, ranking spirits. And I don't want to turn this show into uh, teaching on evil spirits, but there are ranks. There are some spirits that don't mingle with other spirits because they're higher ranked. There are some spirits that's before the Father, other spirits is not before the Father. Gabriel can say something, other angels will back down. There are ranks in both the godly, the kingdom of Yah, and also the kingdom of Satan. The principalities, folks, their spiritual wickedness, just wickedness that's spiritual. I told y'all everything in the natural. I've said it many times, and you should know this. I'm sure most of you know this. Everything you see in the natural was first a thought in the spiritual thoughts are not 
necessarily physical, part of the spiritual realm. If everything you see was in your brain, was in the spirit, in somebody's mind, and just think a lot of us say, that building that I build, it really should be even better than what it is, but I didn't, I didn't pursue it hard enough. So we're not even looking at the best that the spiritual realm could produce. But just stop right there and think, if everything was a thought, what other spiritual wickedness hasn't been manifested? Or what spiritual wickedness? If, if spiritual good things in the spirit manifested, what about evil thoughts, uh, demonically inspired thoughts manifested in the natural realm? Oh, I promise you, when you start looking into these kinds of things and also, the scripture says, powers. What does that mean? Rulers of darkness, the underworld. I mean, when you start thinking about this and really getting into it, the white man is going to look like a joke. You're going to be embarrassed if you even thought it. Black folks, those of you that feel like black folks is, is the enemy because some of, some, of some of the listeners are so-called black African-Americans. Some people listen in Africa even. And they see black people as the enemy. It's going to seem ludicrous when you understand the power of spirit. Even when you die one day, you become a spirit again. You, it's it's just crazy, you know. I'm gonna say this, and I'm and this is on the topic, y'all, real quick, and then I'm going back to Brother Casper again. If you're on the phone line, you have a question, press one. We'll bring you on. In the chat room, watching the chat room, we will entertain your question. You listen to the Five Network tonight. We're talking about who or what is the biggest enemy of African Americans, and we are swinging. All right, folks, listen. We've got to know who our enemy is, as you could be sleeping with the enemy, working with the enemy, building the enemy's infrastructure. Building a golden calf with working uh, and toiling. Who, what are you building? Who and what are you building with your life, with your energies? Where are your energies at? We could be entertaining evil, the enemy. You don't show Skippy. This, this program is very important. Who is the enemy? So, like I was saying, once you begin to understand the spiritual realm, because we know we're not alone on this earth, and you see how people go in and out, and I'm talking about even all of us have certain thoughts, and they're not our thoughts because spirits that speak to us, it comes in thoughts. Some things come across your mind. You're thinking it's your mind and it's your spirit. It's not of the Father. And it's not of you. One more time. Everything come across your, I'm not even going to say your mind, because I think it's a difference between mind and spirit. I think everything, let's just feel like this, everything that you're aware of is not necessarily created by you or by the Father. It's the spirits that are here, and they are causing wreaking havoc on, in our world. Then if you take all of the evil spirits, if there's a such thing, and we put them all in, on an island somewhere, get them off of earth, 
the Bible talks about inside of man these cravings of evil called the flesh is an enemy. And I will go on to say the biggest enemy of all enemies of the Catholic Barrier is my own self. Let me tell you all the story that one time I got it's like a vision, kind of a day vision kind of thing. Again, I'm going to repeat that. The biggest enemy, the person that has done us the wrong, the most wrong, is our own selves, our choices. We've done us in more than anybody. Let me show you what I mean through this vision, this day vision. I was pondering this topic and this came to me. I was, I was thinking about all of the people from the Castleberry that was my enemy. That was my enemy. That was my enemy. People that have done me wrong, coworkers, uh, supervisors, managers that have done wrong by me, pastors that have done wrong by me, previous relationships, uh, be it females or even if I was just, just regular everyday friends, just long list. Can you imagine a line full of your enemies? Just think about that, brothers and sisters. Let's just slow it all down for a minute. Think about this. A line single form line with all your enemies in it. Don't that kind of get you emotion thinking about who's going to be in that line, who would be in that line, who would be in that line? Well, I was just going looking at one enemy after the other saying, there, he, there she is. She said this and she was a liar. She deceived me and this person robbed me and this person was envious of me and I was annoyed in this person. I mean, straight up enemy just pure evil people done to you, man. Just thinking of all these enemies, and I'm going through the line. Y'all, it's a long line, long line, long line. Going back to when I was a child, enemies. How even sometimes enemies use some of my own brothers and sisters at times, but they came back around. But I'm just saying, and some of them didn't, you know, because some of my relatives didn't come back around. So in this long list of enemies, I saw someone very familiar. It was myself looking at a line full of my enemies. And in the line of my enemies, I stand in the line of my own enemies. And I snapped out of that, of course. Snapped. I got rid of all thinking about all that because I couldn't get over what I just saw. It dawned on me. I could be the biggest enemy because a lot of times the father warns you about something that could potentially cause an enemy and you or I didn't obey. And we create an enemy through our rebellion. Father say, don't say that. They can't handle that. No, I'm going to say it. And you said it. If you wouldn't have said it, there wouldn't have been your enemy. Because you said certain things, they misunderstood it and they became your enemy. Eating a certain way. You've been taught, do not eat this. Do not do the exercise. La, 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 la. Finish school. So be easy on you. Don't do this. Don't get in trouble. So we, we got in trouble, and this happened, that happened. And then life's becoming get difficult and hard, and you look up and you got all these enemies. That blew me away. That blew me away. Brother Casper, give me some thoughts on that, please. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
individual when you when we speaking of individuality um yes brother a uh, lot of lot of our downfall is caused by our own actions um uh by uh, our own little walk and journey how we stumble and fall uh we're we're just uh kind of surviving in this world um and this is not our nation we didn't create this nation we just kind of living in this nation and it's a nation uh well that's very wicked and uh, and anywhere else that wickedness trickles on down and uh before we knew it as a people uh we're just stumbling across each other no brotherly love uh we're just kind of escalating until uh until it's just going to get so bad uh brothers and sisters that uh we're just not going to recognize each other man as human beings um it is mm. very terrible outside uh and not in the americas but also in haiti and jamaica and the west indies uh, they're having all the same problems we have here in america it's just like we're being mm-hmm. plagued but as much as we try and try and try to, to do right and to, to walk upright we still find ourselves stumbling and stuff um stumbling and just um we we can't seem to shake this evil that keeps coming at our family members and to us and we just look up to the sky and ask why 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 and um that's i got to if you don't mind myself i just got one little just one scripture that i just want to just kind of put that just kind of answer why why is, is all this evil uh in our lives and uh this so plague this sicknesses okay and just one scripture, we have, we just have right a, quick uh, we have a question we have a, we have a question after you get done there go right here take your time okay i'm a i'm gonna hit jeremiah the book of jeremiah chapter 32 and i just want to read number verse 22 i'm a, uh yeah verse 22 and has given them this land which thou didst swear to their fathers to give them a land flowing with milk and honey. And thou came in and possessed it, but they obeyed not thy voice, neither walked in thy law. They have done nothing of all that thou commandest them to do. Therefore, thou hast caused all this evil to come upon them. So basically, this is a self-affliction. And uh, we got to serve our time, y'all. Christ is coming. I believe it. I believe it wholeheartedly. Um, I believe in this book. I believe everything in this book. And I believe that he is coming. And we're getting closer. Um, but we gotta go through some things, family. And it's it's uh, it's evil now and it's gonna increase. We gotta prepare. And I, that's that's all I wanna say just right in and there and we can get to that caller. Folks going straight to the phone Brother lines. Sir? Uh Eric Code Yes, yes. Can you hear me okay? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me okay? Uh, Brother Kenwood, can you hear uh, me? Yes, yes. I, I, oh, yeah, I can hear you loud and clear. I, yes, oh, okay. sir. All right, all right. Uh, going to the phone lines, area code 903530. Go ahead with your question or comment, please. Right. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Can you hear Go, me now? Uh, hold on a second. Let's start over. Let's start over. Uh, you was breaking up again. Eric code nine zero three five three zero. I want you to go ahead again, but this time let us know where you, with your name and where you're calling from, please. My name is Thelma Ross. 
and I'm calling from Tyler, Texas. And I wanted to okay, make a comment. Okay, welcome, Ms. Wells. Thank you. I wanted to make a comment and um, and all a question because we were talking about the enemy and who's our greatest enemy. And I understood what you said about if if I fail, we are our greatest enemy. Uh, however, we have to understand that we're given choices to make. Like you said, you know, spiritual thoughts. We we get this thought of doing right or wrong, and we make that choice ourselves. And Satan is all-powerful. We are just earthly creatures. So, now, yes. Hold on, hold on. Let me ask you. Just excuse me for, excuse me for cutting you off. I don't know I'm going to do that, but you say something very powerful, and i got to address that because what happens is you'll keep talking, I'll forget, and everybody else will forget this comment. You just said Satan is all-powerful. What do you mean? I have never heard nobody say that before because Satan is very limited, and he uses delusions of us. When he gets us delusions, he can, he, can, he can do things by getting us to believe in the lies and the deceptions he's out there doing, but he has been stripped of power a long time ago. He's the God of this world because we are the God of this world. We have the power, and when we allow him to trick us, we give him power. And that's how he became the God of this world, through controlling men, through deception and ignorance and lies. So he's powerful like that. I, he's not all powerful. I'm sorry. I assumed he was a fallen angel. And I assumed that if that means that he's, if he's, he's a, a fallen angel. He really ain't all powerful. And just, 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 just bear with me. Bear with me. Bear with me, please. I'm sorry. Angels are number one. You just said out of your mouth, they're fallen. That means right there they strip the power. But he's not only a fallen angel; he's an angel, which was that means he was created. So he, he ain't all powerful. If he's a creation, he ain't, he ain't all powerful. Even if he was a good angel, Gabriel's not all powerful. And he's Gabriel, the most one of the most powerful angels in the whole Micah, the powerful angels in the whole heavenly. They got far more power than Lucifer. So if they got more power than him, he's just low rank. He, like I said, he is the god of this world because of this deceiving mankind. But go ahead. That's, I, I just want to say that because I just don't want to paint this picture of him just being like Yah. Go ahead. Okay. Now, are we going to be talking about things that are spiritual or things that are earthly? Because as a human being, we're going to make mistakes. But in order to fight spiritual egos and powers, we have to be equipped with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the Most High Father. We have to equip ourselves. I really, really believe that we can't just, we can be fooled. We are just... uh, we're not as smart. We're not as knowing. And I just really, really think that we have to have extra power, and that is the power of our Lord and Savior. And that's the power of the Most High, because the Lord and Savior and the Most High, of course, are the same. One is in heaven, one is, and the other one came to earth, which is the Most High that came to earth. Now, you can correct me, but let me just really quick, as quickly as I can, I really feel that I have seen an evil face through someone. And I realize that 
I thought I was really, really saved, filled with the Holy Spirit. And I, the fear overcame me greatly. I went to my pastor, and he acknowledged that he thought that I was being, that I, what I saw, and I was laughed at through this other person. He just asked me, told me to pray about it, and uh, and I tried to ask several other ministers. And I got this feeling that a lot of spiritual people whom I thought could help me come back this evil presence well, told me that there wasn't really, we didn't have to just pull on the name of Jesus, that we have to fight this. And so this is the reason why I said that. I have seen that face, and so I know there's a, there's a battle, but it's not just my battle. I have to have. I have to have the Lord to save you by my side. I have to have that extra power. And to also say this, I was in a position at one point where I had a, I don't know, 12, 13-month-old baby that just completely stopped breathing. It was like 8 to 10 inches of snow. And I thought I was just running to the nearest house, and um, my mom and, uh, and the baby uh, changing the baby's diaper, the, the baby was naked, and then I go running, and then I fall in the snow, and the baby, like, falls through the snow because I pushes her above my head, and she goes into the snow, and then when I pull myself up, I had to find the baby, and then I rush up to the next house and knocking on the door, the baby is not breathing. To make a long story short, for several minutes, my mom and I tried to resuscitate the baby. And my mom finally said, family's over. She's gone. There is nothing we can do. I said, please, there's got to be someone in this world. Isn't there anyone in this world? And I called, thought about, I was just asking for help from anyone that could bring my baby back to life. And then it dawned on me that I was thinking about everyone else, and I didn't ask the one and only Most High Father the one that can give life. And I asked him and I repented with the baby in my arms. I am sorry. I can't ask anyone on this earth for anything that's going to help me like this. There's only one that can give life and take life. There's only one. If it's his will, I pray in the name of his Lord his son and my Savior, Jesus Christ, I asked the most high for my baby's life. Yes, sir. If you're going to be spiritual about it, we have to fight evil on the spiritual level. We have to. We just can't do it by ourselves. And I don't know if that was a question, but I appreciate the, the uh, comment. Well, let me just say this before you run, and I just I, I, I hope I didn't come off too harsh with what I was originally saying, but you struck a chord with me what you were saying. But I appreciate how you wrapped that up and talking about these uh, experiences, and I'm not shocked that you got that uh, pushback from the church because they've been doing a long time when people come with those kinds of stories because they don't have no power. Or they, I should say it like this, they have power, but they're very ignorant of the scriptures and very unlearned, a lot of these pastors. And, and uh, 
It's still like that today, unfortunately. But you really did come across an evil spirit. And it's not really all that deep um, because they've been here. They was here before you got here. Yeah. You know, they're real. They're They're just as real as you are. They just don't have bodies. And when you die and I die one day, God forbid, you know, I'm just saying, when the time has come, we will be spirits as well. And it won't be funny yeah. then because we're all, we will know that we know that we know. Um, my wife said something funny one time when we, it's not funny, but it was very amazing. My mother passed and she was trying to console me. And she said, your mother's no longer bound by six senses. She's free. She's a spirit. She says, almost kind of like, and she tried to think of what she could think of. So she had to name an animal. Not calling my mother an animal. She just had to think of an animal. And she said, just imagine if an, if an animal died and all of a sudden it had access like a human being. And then just a regular animal, let's just say, a, I don't know, a horse or a pig or something. They died. And they become like a human being with all these other extra senses and knowledge that they didn't have as an animal. And then if you if you was to say to that animal, do you want to go back to just having those three or four senses that you had, they'd be like, no, I want to stay a human. That's kind of what it is with your mother. She's limited, unlimited right now. And she knows what it feels like to know all things and see all things, is at least what she's allowed to by the Father. But just billions of data she's accessed to in her mind. It's kind of almost like a book. The spiritual realm, the best oh, example I can give those listeners is like a book. That's beautiful. With yeah. a book, you can, you can flip. You can flip to the beginning of your, uh, let's just say your life is like a book. This is how a spirit is. You can flip to the first day you was born and see all things. You can flip to your third day on the earth and see everything you did and thought. You can flip to when you died and see everything you have to see on. You can flip back to when you was 20 and see everything you did at 21. You can flip back to the hour you was born, your first thought. You just go flip, flip, flip. And that's how yeah. it is in the spirit realm. Now, now watch this. Would you want to go from that kind of knowledge into a body where you don't only remember what you did the last five or ten years and you kind of remember your childhood and you kind of remember your teen years and you forgot all of your baby years? You see how limited that body is? My wife was explaining to me like that, but she used the animal portion of that. That's how it is between a spirit released and not. Well, evil spirits, it's like, they remember what happened at Calvary. Thousands of years. They remember when they were kicked out of heaven. They're spirits. So you're talking about dealing with people, entities around us that we can't see around us all the time like that. That's why I say, do you really want to think this white man is all powerful? He's the devil. Or black people, or Asians, or Indians, or whoever. It's ludicrous to even think it. The enemy, and the enemy, uh, I'm not saying the enemy is is the people, of course. I'm not saying that. I think 
evil spirits is even part of our enemies. I don't even think they're all of our enemies. Again, you can pick all the enemies, uh, Miss Ross, and place them in, on an island, and you're still going to have the flesh. Something well, about that's it that's impossible. crazy. Go ahead. Well, that's impossible. You couldn't put them on the island since the uh, world. No, no, no I'm just saying if you could. If you, I, 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 I'm saying... Yeah, no, I, I'm I mean, saying, I'm just, I'm just saying, I you're breaking up a little bit, by the way, even though I'm, I'm sorry. Repeat that you're breaking up. Can you close the window so you're breaking up a little bit? We want to hear the words you say. I understand. I just assume that we have, we make choices, and every human being on this planet can make that choice. Evil abounds, and it can go into any human being. To create havoc in their lives, torture them for years. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. Uh, let me explain something to you. For a long, long time, uh, I, uh, I'm a poet as well, and I use the uh, thoughts by Thelma because of the the thing about uh, thinking. So much things is going on around us that we can't see, and so yes, I grew uh-huh. up with that too, with enemies within. My own family's my life has been completely filled with enemies attacking me. <laughs> uh, well, I also want to say that uh, now I know that my battles, I have to ask for forgiveness for those people because it wasn't them, the enemy. The enemy is the same enemy of the father. Exactly. Exactly. It, it could be in exactly. person. We just never know. Yes. So, well, listen, Sister I Ross. I just wanted to I, say I, that, I want, and I know that I probably don't know what I'm talking about totally, and I know you do, and I appreciate you. And, no, uh, I no, appreciate no, 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 no. Well, well, we appreciate your calling as well. You were breaking up a little bit. Everybody just kind of look over that phone line. It's not her. She had nothing to do with that. Well, listen, no, I don't know that I have it over you like that. I don't know uh, about all that. I know this. I know I this, guess. that the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is within you. Whenever people house the Holy Spirit at Ruach, we can't make those kind of statements because, sister, you said a lot of things over this line tonight. A lot of people think that I like how you brought up the spiritual realm and the, the experiences you had personally that even a lot of your pastors could even address your your, your clergy, oh. and uh, that that just goes to show you that we are not alone. So I appreciate the call tonight. No, it don't mean anything because I'm doing a blog that I'm over you no more than you in there. I will not accept that at award. I think you've done very well. I'm leaving some last. And by the way, everybody, this is this is the uh, sister that called on Sunday, and y'all should tune into that show. I think it was on the eighth. Okay, but thank you for. Calling in again tonight, Miss Rocket. Really appreciate you. All right. And by the way, everybody, this is uh, but yeah, this is our co-host's mother, and uh, I think she delivered well again tonight. Both nights, you were very good. Appreciate it. Bye, Bye. Mama. (laughs) I'm just a little emotional, but I'm one of those people who have lived uh, long enough to evaluate what a lifetime of 
making bad choices and learning from them and that type thing. And 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 thankful and grateful that the Most High still showed it to me. And and I tell you what, I, I didn't know it then, but even my son has uh, inspired me. And so, you oh know, yeah, we just got to thankful. The Most High comes around when we <laughs> we least expect it, and He comes through. We never know. Uh, even our own children can teach us a thing or two. Mm. All praises to yes, the Most yes, High. Yes. I love you too, Mama. I love you yes. too. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Well, sister, uh, again, uh, Miss Rob, thank you for calling and appreciate uh, uh, those words, okay? Thank you. Thank you, sir. All right. Bear, go ahead and comment on what you what your mother was saying. And uh, those, Bear, I'm so glad she brought up the spiritual warfare there. That was serious. I'm sure people, a lot of people got a little afraid because when you start talking about evil spirits, people are getting a little nervous. But uh, I hope y'all. You know, don't 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 think that you. I hope y'all are not thinking you these serious warriors if you don't know what she just talked about because that is the enemy. That that's one of the enemy. That's that's a major enemy. But I still say that flesh inside of us do us in more than anything. Brother Pastor, please. Oh yeah, yeah. The flesh inside of us definitely uh, is, is is something that we are we're, we got at war against. Uh, but. To, to finish up what my mom was saying, she didn't quite complete the story, but uh, that baby that fell in the snow, that's my oldest, one of my older sisters, and uh, the baby made it. <laughs> the baby started breathing again, and uh, she's uh, alive and well today. <laughs> uh, but, uh, wow. yeah, the, the over, wow. overall, um, yeah, she didn't finish, quite wait, finish wait, the wait, story. Wait. But so go, go ahead, go ahead, Mr. Well, she actually de- died, the baby? Well, well, the baby stopped breathing for for a little, little bit, and, uh, and they was trying to resuscitate the baby. Uh, and, you know, as it got more intense, as time went by, uh, the hitting on the chest, trying to get that baby to breathe, intensified. And the baby, uh, through the blessings of the Most High, started breathing again. So, uh, yes, yeah, she's my older sister, and she's alive and well. <laughs> and uh, wow, and wow, wow. I'm glad she made it through. That just mama kind of sharing um, her testimony, uh, her encounters, her brushes with death, and uh, what kind of led her to be the woman she is today. And, uh, and a lot of what I'm saying, where I kind of get it from. <laughs> Very passionate yeah, yeah, about yeah. the Most High. And uh, it, it's definitely trickled down to her children. And, uh, and uh, that's the reason why I'm just so anxious to get on here and, and say my piece, man. I'm, I'm very appreciative of the opportunity uh, to, to be a fisherman, a fisherman, uh, uh, you, uh, spreading you, the gospel. Are, uh, Go ahead. No, you said spreading the gospel. Finish that thought. Oh, I was saying spreading the gospel and just uh, uh, bringing out the good word. I just, uh, yeah, and uh, that that's pretty much it. I just. Glad to be here and glad to uh, uh, be speaking uh, on the show. Well, brother, I can't tell you how mm-hmm. much I enjoy talking to you, your spirit. You know, you're very humble. And uh, by the way, uh, Miss Ross, if you can press once on your hand and go down, I want you just in case you have a question, you can come on again on this show, everybody. You can ask questions more than one. Now, we don't normally let our callers talk that long, but I just enjoyed it, and, and as a creator of the show, sometimes I stress the rules a little bit. But no, I'm not calling to talk about five minutes, but I just want her to know 
Uh, I enjoyed every word of that. We'll do it again. Uh, and you can press one on, come on the line too, everybody. And uh, maybe you won't get to talk that long. Maybe I'll extend you the same courtesy. But just know uh, that's our rules normally. But I just was enjoying her so. And, uh, again, that's what happened when the phone line is not lit up. We could do that, by the way. But I want to take a little short break. I want to play Joel 2, Joel 2. When I play the book of Joel, chapter 2, I want you all to listen to this people that the Father say will come up on the earth. And remember uh, Peter on the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit fell, he starts to quote this, talking about the Holy Spirit that's falling. This is that that was spoken of in the book of Joel. When he talks about, I'll pour my spirit out upon flesh. But when the Father pours out, pours out his Holy Spirit upon humanity, according to Peter, this was it, Joel 2, he also talks about a wicked nation that was also introduced at the same time. It's weird. It's almost like he poured out the Holy Spirit to be able to handle these wicked people. But these people, he says, was, was also coming at the same time he poured out his spirit upon our flesh. Uh, now, I want you all to think about this. It goes on to say about this people that's coming, that they would come from the north. And it says there would never, there's never been a people like them. I want you all to listen to me. When you listen to Joel 2, think this. Who is those people? People they're talking about, it says there's never been a people like this. How can there be something that's never been? See, when I tell people albinos from various nations in Africa headed north and formed, uh, began to be a people, of course, with that albino trait, they was not able to produce pigmentation after a while. Y'all got to get over this, that the sun made all the people up in Europe white because the sun is in other parts of the planet, and they didn't turn out white. I mean, sunless conditions in other parts of the world, and they didn't turn out white. There's no way the sun by itself could have produced white Europeans. And if it did, ask yourself this question. How is it in the blazing hot sun, Pakistanis and Indian people produce white people with the same kind of nose, same kind of lips, same kind of hair, and you can't tell them from a European because of those features I just named? Y'all don't want to say the people now in Africa is albino because of the features they have. The lips, lips being thicker, but what happens if the albinos come from Ethiopia or the places where the nose is more narrow? No, sunless conditions could not produce those people. But I said all that to say, the Bible talks about in Joel 2, a nation that's coming up on the earth that has never been. I submit to you, brothers and sisters, this or what we call today Caucasian. But listen to the scripture, what it says about those people. I'm getting ready to play Joel, so you can hear it for yourself. But it says, there is a nation that's come from the earth that has never been before, and it started describing But then it says, there is never going to be another nation like this for many generations. If for some reason I got it wrong, and that nation in the book of Joel 2 were not white. For sure it's them today. Listen what it says. When it goes to describe these people, just ask yourself this question. Do the research on your own. You ain't got to believe me. 
Listen to the book of Joel, chapter 2, and tell me what nation really can say that they did this. Remember, the Father said there's never been a nation like this before. Now, keep in mind, there's been all these great people, Assyrians, Babylonians, Egyptians, and the Bible says there's never been a people like this. And it said there would never be another people like this for many generations. I think we hit that latter part of the scripture. There would never be another people like this until many generations. So I think back then, whites were introduced. And then today, the same might is back. That's what I believe. But anyway, let's take a little short break, brothers and sisters. Listen for yourself. Do your own research. Do your own research, folks. All right? We'll be right back, folks. Take a little short break. Brother Kim, would you okay with a break? Yes, sir. Let's do it. All right, folks. We'll be right back. We're gonna tear your kingdom down. Oh, no. Say, we're gonna tear your kingdom down. Oh, yes. You've been a prisoner. Your kingdom. Oh, Lord.
Nebuchadnezzar tried to make. Shadrach, Meshach, Nebuchadnezzar, eat the food. We ain't eating your food. We ain't bowing to your statue. We know that our God is going to deliver us. And even if our God don't come right now, we still ain't bowing. We ain't afraid no more. We ain't afraid. 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 Folks, we are back. We are back. We are back. Have to take that break, y'all. Um, again, I want to thank everybody for your time tonight, folks. We are very serious, as we always do. We always try to have a lot of fun and mix it with seriousness at the same time. I try not to do shows um, that are not important, not relevant to you and yours, and such as the show tonight. Um, again, we're dealing with who or what is the biggest enemy of African Americans. A lot of enemies. We actually have, but who is the biggest? So, um, um, if you're on the phone lines and you have a question, of course, press 1, and we'll bring you on as soon as possible. Also, if you have a question, you're in the chat room, you can go ahead and press 1 as well, and we will bring you on. Um, excuse me. We will um, get that question to the audience. Um, just place, 
peace um, type question marks before and after your question. Folks, you're tuning into the Five Smooth Stone Network, and again, 2011, we have been trying to reach our people with various truths, and um, that that is us, us in a nutshell. I uh, did mention this uh, hard earlier. I want to remind everybody, please send the link um, to your friends. Play our little anthem in the background. But send the link to our, um, to your friends of the show. Promote this show. Promote what you've heard. If you like something, folks, just send it to people. Send it to your friends and relatives and uh, say, hey, I listen to this show, man, and they was on some things I never thought about with regards to the enemy. Uh, man, this is serious. Check this out and uh, see what y'all have. Yeah, Brother Ken, what your, uh, Ken, when your, your um, line is now open. Uh, but um, send this link to brothers and sisters and relatives and say, hey, they were swinging. You know, because folks, I know we are swinging tonight. Again, some of y'all never thought of yourself being uh, uh, an enemy uh, to the, the to the sides that I talked about. Just be honest. So, again, here on the Five Cents Own Network, we're talking about who is the enemy, and not just who is the enemy, but what do we do with this enemy? Uh, what do we teach our children about the enemy? You know, uh, I don't think we just pray for the enemy, uh, be it the flesh or be it the evil spirits. I think there's a Overcoming option For all of these enemies I think all of these enemies Could be our servants The flesh can be our servants And let me just say something Because as I speak I'm thinking of areas in my life Where I know there's the enemy Using me against me You know you know, Just because you do a blog Don't mean that you're exempt from the enemy So listen Brothers and sisters the enemy could 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 be in the lives of any of us, and I I venture to say the enemy is working on all of us. But it don't mean we have to lose. I I I, I do, will not. That's why early on I made the statement about Satan not being all powerful. He is just not. Satan is a liar. The truth that the Bible says is correct. Satan is a liar. Yes, he is the God of this world because he has tricked mankind to give up the power in this world to him. But these people are, are changing and they're taking back that power from Satan. He's in trouble. The more truths get out there, it's making people free. The more people get free, the more Satan loses the kingdom. And that's what's happening. He is losing. He is not all power. And he's in trouble. And he's desperate, and he's doing things out of desperation. And I, I mean, it's serious. He's doing things because he is afraid. We think we're afraid. We think we're in trouble. We think coronavirus, this, that, 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 that. You need to see Satan's agenda. You need to see what kind of medicine he's taking, so to speak. He's worried. He's doing it. And his only uh, uh, thing is to get at mankind through deception and lies. Okay? He's just as strong. As the lie in your head Once you get the truth He's dethroned that easy And he's not even as powerful As a lot of the angels Okay So Anyway brothers and sisters uh, I want to uh, uh, Go to brother Casaberry And ask him a question And that question is this Brother Casaberry 
have you heard the scripture that talks about how with regards to the Israelites that their enemy will be that of their own household? You heard that scripture before, brother? Uh do that coming to mind the enemy would be yeah. in their own household. Yeah, I wanna say that was yeah. in Deuteronomy. I believe so. I believe I have heard that enemy. Yeah. Um uh, oh, yeah. oh it's well, in the I believe it's also in the New 10, Testament. Also, mm-hmm. Yes, in Matthew ten, but I was just talking about what it talks about. Your own your enemy would be of those in your own household. So folks if the enemy's going to be of your own household, obviously, and, you know, white men, if I'm talking about some African-Americans, again, I know not disrespecting Israelites scattered throughout uh, South Africa and West Africa and India and China. We talk a lot about African-Americans being Israelites, and we kind of forget that our brothers and sisters are scattered to the four corners. Israelite is literally scattered to the four corners. It's not just African-Americans. We just won't say that enough. And wherever they're at, they are going through exactly what we're going through. So I have to say that. But whoever they are, wherever they are, if they're not obedient to the fathers of the nation, their enemy, according to Scripture, is going to be people, young folk in their own house. And I'm, I'm learning that to be true as I live my life. And, and uh, it's serious. I hope you all know tonight and can see tonight very clearly, brothers and sisters, that there is not just one enemy. Rebellion, I think, is the number one enemy of mankind because as soon as we make up our mind to obey the Father, all these enemies disappear. And if they don't disappear, the Bible says, as I read earlier, that the Father would make those enemies to be at peace with you. So if an enemy is at peace with you, is he really an enemy? I mean, if he ain't doing that to you, who cares? I don't care about my enemy. If they have peace with me, but I do think it does. It's interesting to still call them an enemy. So, uh, or the Castle, or any uh, Castleberry, please forgive me. And I have a hardest time with your last name. Again, I used to live in the Castlewood <laughs> apartment. Castlewood apartments, I lived in a lot. I was, that's why I was called a preacher when I lived there. A lot of history in Castlewood apartments. So I'm always in the castle. <laughs> and that was a church I think called <laughs> Castlewood over here in Fort Worth. But anyway, uh, you you said a lot tonight. I'm gonna let you kind of go on. on. Okay. All right. Uh, yes, sir. I got a flowing. I'm just flowing with the vibe, man. And uh, well, we're still talking about the evils, of course. That was the topic. And uh, man. I do want to hopefully we can end the show with some great, great news on when we adore. And uh, uh, if we can adore to the end, after this evilness will pass away, what's what we need to expect? You know, because that's, that's all about in, in worship and believing in Christ. We we expect what's written to come to pass. Uh, Mr. Self, are you trying to say something? Yes, I'm okay, back. I couldn't, I, I, my my phone my phone literally dropped and I called back. Focus that if that happened after eleven, we doomed because the show cuts off. But I'm gonna I don't think it's gonna happen again. That's why I like a, a hard line versus these sales. But anyway, hopefully it won't drop again. But if it do, everybody just know it ain't me. But anyway, anyway brother Casper, so go ahead with what you were saying, uh, please. Okay. Uh, I, 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 good, all I was saying is I want you to just kind of flow for about. Uninterrupted for about four minutes, just just flow whatever's on your heart, 
with regards of all you've heard tonight. Again, I just talked about enemies being in my own household. We talked about enemies being in the flesh. We talked about enemies being from our birth out of our disobedience, uh, especially our forefathers. The father said he would bring us to this land. He said he would call a nation from the north. Everything he said he was going to do to Israel, he did. We're going through it, and we have the audacity to call a white man the problem when the Bible says, Israel, before you had any of these problems, if you disobey, this is what's going to happen. We're living it out. So I, I personally have a hard time seeing the white man giving them all that kind of power. I, live, I know white people. I live by white people. White my family. And if they devils, they're just devils. I ain't scared of them. I'll say it in a minute. I don't care that they ought to just all. But I don't believe there are no more devils than the, the black person, so-called black person or African-American uh, brothers and sisters, that's so-called African-Americans. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't believe it. I think they are vessels. Uh, I think they are uh, 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 vessels that can be used for evil or good. And I think that they've been bought a pack. They bought into a pack of lies, and they think they're superior. And when you, and when so many, when this many so-called whites, if I can classify them based upon that, which is a false classification, but these people that group themselves as whites, when they buy into a lie, anybody buy into the lie of white supremacy, you will act like a devil. And it will be it will be hard to distinguish you from devils if you believe that you're superior to so called non white people. If you believe you're supposed to rule over them, if you believe they're property, if you buy into the fact they're animals, if you buy into the fact that your racist grandma and her racist grandma and his, and, and her racist grandma and all y'all are on one hundred percent on one accord in this lie that Africans are less than, then you can hang Africans. Then you can uh, have sex with them uh, as animals. And you can do all of the crazy things we've heard they've done over the years. You will act out. But at the same time we see white folks acting like that, we see a lot of whites that are acting completely different. If they're devils, they're all going to be devils all the time. A devil is a devil is a devil is a devil all the time, 24-7. There is no, you just constantly crave evil, evil, evil. And I don't see that out of human beings, no human beings. Again, these people are believing lies. And if you think I'm smoking on something, look at black folks that believe the same lies. After all, we had the same teacher, the same teaching history. Whatever they believe, Kukui was taught it at the same time. So some of us believe these lies as well. So anyway, as a matter of fact, I got a saying where I actually don't believe um, that white people, most of them really are white supremacists. I think they know better. I think they know they're not superior. They really be truthful. I think they're liars, perpetrators. They try to pretend and act as though they are. That's a liar and a deceiver. But as far as what the definition of a white supremacy is, I think it's so-called black people, foreigners. We actually believe whites are superior. We actually believe the lies. We actually think Christ was white. The Bible was white. Civilization started with a lot of them. We actually believe a lot of this cuckoo stuff that we can't do this and we can't do that without the white men. When they're better doctors and they're better scientists and they're better this and they're better that. And Europeans are better this and better that. Europe is better than Africa. We actually believe these lies. That is a white supremacist. And that is an enemy right there. Right there. That's an enemy. So them being deceiving, lying, saying they're superior is an enemy. 
based off of lies, and us believing the lie and acting out is a definite enemy. But Casper, anyway, go go ahead and go for it, and then I'm gonna comment. Then I'll get final opinions, a final excuse, and your final thoughts after that, and we'll wrap up. We'll wrap up on time tonight, brothers and sisters. Go ahead. All right, all right. Just to add in, brother, self, to what you were just saying, um, that there in the scriptures it said that Esau will be the end of the world, and Jacob is the one that's going to follow right after the end of the world. He's he's going to, Jacob is going to wake up and come from where he was and, and restore all that he had. Um, that is a future prophecy, and the end of the world has not come yet. So we know whoever Esau is, we ain't going to get into that part, but whoever Esau is, he is the end of the world. But this subject tonight is who is evil, uh, who is uh, who is evil? Who is the enemy, right? And uh, b- behind it all is Satan. He is the one that's going to use different people, uh, our own nationality, people all over the world. For example, if you was just look in Africa, evil there, y'all. There are people scared to death. There are people starving and, and machetes and running from their lives right there in Africa. There, uh, if you look in uh, uh, the Asian world, there are people that are just uh, 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 dying to get over here to America because of the wickedness that's in their own land. Uh, I know y'all probably seen that clip where America was leaving out and all those uh, Islamic people was uh, 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 hanging onto the airplane and dropping from the sky because that's how much they didn't want to be in their land. It's it's mm. terrible. It's just absolutely terrible. And you know what? All of this is prophesied. I really do highly believe that the Most High turned his head because all that's going down in this world, uh, it got to be Satan, Satan running amok. And um, um, I said that to say, it's going to get worse than this, y'all. And we and we got to endure. We got to, uh, like the song uh, during uh, the break, well, don't be scared. We are not going to be afraid because, you know, mm-hmm. our whole motivation in not being afraid is knowing, believing that uh, salvation is going to come. There's going to come a time where the Most High will return and restore order on this. You know, Christ is coming back, y'all, and he's going to make what's wrong right. And with that said, I just want to give you a glimpse of something to hope for, all right, because it's this is by the uh, prophet Isaiah, all right? The Most High is speaking through him to deliver this message to us, to have hope and know and expect it. We both expect it. Well, well, do, my favor. Do, and, well do my favor. Do my uh, favor. Uh, before mm-hmm. you give the hope, so before you give the hope, that's a good way to end it. What I want to do, because I, mm-hmm. I, I forgot to do some, I'm doing three things here one time, and I forgot to play Joel too. It's only like four minutes. Oh, so right, like right, Joel. We'll roll, over, we'll roll over just a few minutes. I want to play Joel, too. We, we won't elaborate on it. We won't elaborate on it, but we'll just, just play it, and then you come back with the solution. We may have to do a part two on Monday. I don't know. Tomorrow I'm doing something different with the show, but we'll see. Y'all stay tuned. We may do a part two to this because we really want to talk about this nation from the north. So Joel, too, I'm sure it's going to get y'all rammed up here. And by the way, those of you that's listening, 
and you did not call the phone number, you're listening online, you're listening online, you have to call the phone number. You have 60 seconds, according to the operator in my ear, you have 60 seconds to call 914-205-5590. Again, 914-205-5590. You must call in order to continue to listen to the show. Otherwise, the show is going to cut off for you. In about 30 seconds. Those of you online that clicked on the link, it shows it's going to turn on in about 25 seconds now. So, otherwise, if you call the phone number, you can keep listening. But we're going to be wrapping up here anyway. And remember, the shows are recorded. After we are done, you can uh, listen to the show. All right. So, um, George, who coming to everybody in, uh, Brother Castle Barry is going to give the final thoughts and the hope uh, after this. Tell me, who meets these? characteristics of this nation right here. Chapter 2. Blow ye the trumpet in Zion, and sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble, for the day of the Lord cometh, for it is nigh at hand. A day of darkness and of gloominess, a day of clouds and of thick darkness, as the morning spread upon the mountains, a great people and a strong, there hath not been ever the like. Neither shall be any more after it, even to the years of many generations. A fire devoureth before them, and behind them a flame burneth. The land is as the garden of Eden before them, and behind them a desolate wilderness. Yea, and nothing shall escape them. The appearance of them is as the appearance of horses, and as horsemen, so shall they run. Like the noise of chariots on the tops of mountains shall they leap, like the noise of a flame of fire that devoureth a stubble, as a strong people set in battle array. Before their face the people shall be much pained. All faces shall gather blackness. They shall run like mighty men. They shall climb the wall like men of war. And they shall march every one on his ways, and they shall not break their ranks. Neither shall one thrust another. They shall walk every one in his path. And when they fall upon the sword, they shall not be wounded. They shall run to and fro in the city. They shall run upon the wall. They shall climb up upon the houses. They shall enter in at the windows like a thief. The earth shall quake before them, the heavens shall tremble, the sun and the moon shall be dark, and the stars shall withdraw their shining. And the Lord shall utter his voice before his army, for his camp is very great, for he is strong that executeth his word. For the day of the Lord is great and very terrible, and who can abide it? Therefore also now saith the Lord, Turn ye even to me with all your heart, and with fasting, and with weeping, and with mourning, and rend your heart, and not your garments, and turn unto the Lord your God. For he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness, and repenteth him of the evil. Who knoweth if he will return and repent, and leave a blessing behind him, even a meat offering and a drink offering unto the Lord your God? Blow the trumpet in Zion, sanctify a fast, call a solemn assembly, gather the people, sanctify the congregation, assemble the elders, gather the children and those that suck the breasts. Let the bridegroom go forth of his chamber and the bride out of her closet. Let the priests, the ministers of the Lord, weep between the porch and the altar, and let them say, Spare thy people, O Lord, and give not thine heritage to reproach, that the heathen should rule over them. Wherefore should they say among the people, Where is their God? Then will the Lord be jealous for his land, and pity his people. Yea, the Lord will answer and say unto his people, Behold, I will send you corn and wine and oil, and ye shall be satisfied therewith. And I will no more make you a reproach among the heathen, but I will remove far off from you the northern army, and will drive him into a land barren and desolate, with his face toward the east sea, and his hinder part toward the utmost sea. And his stink shall come up, and his ill savor shall come up, because he hath done great things. 
Fear not, O land, be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things. Be not afraid, ye beast of the field, for the pastures of the wilderness do spring, for the tree beareth her fruit, the fig tree and the vine do yield their strength. Be glad then, ye children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he hath given you the former rain moderately, and he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain, and the latter rain in the first month. And the floor shall be full of wheat, and the vat shall overflow with wine and oil. And I will restore to you the ears that the locust hath eaten, the cankerworm, and the caterpillar, and the palmer worm, my great army which I sent among you. And ye shall eat in plenty, and be satisfied, and praise the name of the Lord your God, that hath dealt wondrously with you, and my people shall never be ashamed. And ye shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, and that I am the Lord your God, and none else, and my people shall never be ashamed. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, your young men shall see visions, and also upon the servants and upon the handmaids in those days will I pour out my Spirit, and I will shew wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood and fire and pillars of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and the terrible day of the Lord come. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered, for in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be deliverance, as the Lord has said, and in the remnant whom the Lord shall call. And in the remnant whom the Lord shall call. Folks, I know there was a lot there. I know there was a lot there. But focus on a few things, and it will make you step body like an elephant, one bite at a time. Folks, it says there's never been a people like that before. And never would there be another life, another people like that for many generations. It's like this, folks. Just imagine an army marching. And I love how the brother just read the Lord's army. Call him the Lord's his army. The father called him his army instruction. Let's look at it like a marching army coming. Give me some drum beats. Watch this. Check this out. Check this out. <laughs> the father called these people. Just think about people just marching. Bible says in Joel 2, we just read, they won't break rank. They won't fight each other, but they'll stay the course. Think about that for a minute. about this is before them it's like a garden even after them it's like a desert how they rush on the city and run on the wall the Bible says cry out for mercy said Lord don't let your heritage be given over to heathen you say the father wouldn't do all that yes he did if you're not going to value what he gave you he just turned you over to another people and these people will rule over you. It's almost like this. Since Israel did not value what their father gave them, he sent his people to take it for a season. But he talks about when they begin to boast themselves, saying, we're the ones that did this to you. Then he will judge them. Then he will call them back, offer them, call the dogs back, if you will. Jeremiah says it like this. In Jeremiah 1.15, listen to this. For lo, I will call 
all of the families of the kingdoms of the north. One more time. For lo, I will call all of the families of the kingdom of the north, saith the Lord, and they shall come, and they shall set everyone his throne at the end of the gates of Jerusalem, and against all of the walls thereof round about, and against all of the cities of Judah. So Jeremiah 1.15, the father is saying, I'm going to call all of them from the north, all the Europeans. So do Europeans have business in Israel? Yes. It says it right here. For lo, I will call all, all the families of the kingdom of the north, all of the families of the kingdoms, plural. So every kingdom north of Israel is called down there from the most high. So when Perp Old Urban II started the Crusades, ordered the Crusades to go and, 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 and wrestle the, the hands out of the Muslims, as he called it, that was all ordained. The Father had been doing that forever. So again, while, we, while I, I know that somebody might say, well, see, everybody is, there it is right there, but instead of saying that these people are enemies, no, the enemies is our own people's rebellion. The father said he was going to send this army from the north as a punishment. So I refuse to just say, if he didn't send them and they just came on their own, I would say to me, that's to me, that's like a, y'all don't want y'all to think I'm, I'm dumb. I understand that the Bible says it's our enemies. And if, if you want to look at it like that, okay, there are enemies in the story. When they're pre- when they're carrying out the judgment of the Father, if it if, if that's what the scripture says is our enemies, our enemies is our enemies in the story. But I guess what I'm saying, those of us that's today in two thousand twenty two acting like white people just thought this up on their own, I guess is what I'm really attacking more than anything. That's what I, I'm against. They're not the devil. They're not evil. They're carrying out uh, destruction. They're supposed to be rough. They're supposed to be tough. They're supposed to break us down as a nation because of our rebellious foreparents. But again, this is not for everybody. And you, brothers and sisters, y'all all need to quit claiming these curses if you're walking in obedience. If you do what the Father told you to do, you need to quit claiming the curses. It's upon our nation, not you per se. It's going to affect you. Yes, it is. You're going to mourn that we don't have that bank. You're going to mourn that we don't collectively have that infrastructure financially. You're going to mourn that we don't have a military or whatever we need to protect us. Not to be a military. I'm just saying you're going to mourn that we're at 1.2 trillion that's going through our hands. It's not resting upon us enough to prosper our young people and be able to offer them employment and all that. You're going to mourn that our nation don't have that kind of power. Absolutely. But the Bible talks about if we are obedient in our lives and our kids. And it's easier said than done, but he says if we are obedient, that we're going to be blessed. It's almost like obedience is like windows. The more windows you close in your life, the more your blessings retain in your house, but the more you disobey, you open up the windows and let out all the blessings. So if you go, all the blessings can't come now, we want to that. Brother Casper, final words, and let's wrap it up, brother. You have done, I might add, you have done wonderful tonight. 
Uh, and I appreciate your mom calling. And uh, those of you on the phone line still hanging on, we really appreciate you. And those in the chat room, we appreciate you as well. The Castle Bill. Castle Bill. Yes, day. sir. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yes, I, I would like to. Uh, I would like to go to. Let's go to Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Um, mm-hmm. Ezekiel chapter twenty. Chapter twenty, verse thirty-seven. Verse thirty-seven. Okay. okay. Uh, all right. Uh, and I will cause you to pass under the rod, and I will bring you into a bond of the covenant. I will purge out from among you the rebels and them that transgress against me. I will bring them forth out of the countries where they sojourned, and they shall not enter into the land of Israel. And ye shall know that I am the Lord. As for you, O house of Israel, thus says the Lord God, Go, yea, serve, yea, everyone his idols, and hereafter also. And if ye will not hearken unto me, but pollute, yea, my holy name, no more with your gifts and with your idols, for in my holy mountain and in my holy in my holy mountain and in the mountain of the height of Israel, said the Lord God, there shall all the house of Israel, all of them in the land, serve me. There will I accept them, and there will I require your offerings and your first fruits of your oblations with all your holy things. I I I've kind of read that scripture to say there is a happy ending to this family. Uh, happy ending to this is something to look for. It's something to um, to to, to per, uh, uh, you know guard ourselves and uh, to understand that this is all prophesied. The Most High had to have a plan. He had a plan from the beginning, and this is our punishment to endure. And we can do this. Uh, just get into yes. scriptures, yes. and uh, we, we we just get close as we can to Christ. Because more and more is coming, y'all. A lot more wars, a lot more mayhem. My own brothers and sisters are just as wicked as all outdoors. And there's a lot mm-hmm. of robbing and stealing and killing. Our own children, uh, we're afraid to let them go to school and walk home from school. And, and uh, this this a wicked lifestyle in America. We're hoping that the, it don't take our children. So we're living in fear, y'all. Uh, we, uh, we, evil and wickedness is is at every corner. But I, I, I want to read another scripture, Isaiah chapter 14, to, to kind of give paint a picture of what we're hoping for, what we're trying our best to make it to. Uh, chapter 14, I'm going to start at verse, I'm going to just start at verse 1. For the Lord will have mercy on Jacob and will yet choose Israel and set them in their own land, and the strangers shall be joined with them. And they shall cleave to the house of Jacob. And that's saying that not only we will be there, but the stranger. Uh, 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 even in American history, there is uh, certain people, well, white people, who have done some great deeds, man. They even sacrificed their lives uh, for our sakes, you know, the under, with mm-hmm. the Underground Railroad, with the uh, mm-hmm. Mr. John Brown, who, who fought to mm-hmm. end slavery. These are people Absolutely. that we should always keep in our minds when we think about the hatred for another race, okay? But don't get me wrong. There is a villain 
um, um, Esau that's in the scriptures. He is the end of the world. Uh, but I struggle with that. I uh, I don't really want to get into that. Yeah, really, we'll, we'll, but, talk uh, about, I, we'll talk about Esau. We'll talk about Esau. That's a whole other topic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's really a whole other can of worms. But the point is what I want you to see, that you can find good in all types of races here, you know. Um, and I don't want you to focus on one, but evil is evil is evil. And if you look in our streets now, a lot of times it make you look at it that way when you see your own people ready to kill at a moment's notice. You step on their shoes, they shoot you in their head. When you live in a society that death is around the corner, you can't help but to be like, you know, why would I, you know, hate one particular race when my own people, our own people are, are, are filling these cemeteries up, you know? So it's, it's, it's Satan who we need to look at when it comes to evil and wickedness, okay? And uh, and he may use whoever he wants to, to fulfill what he's after. But I'm, let me get to the scripture real quick. Uh, For the Lord will have mercy on Jacob and will yet choose Israel and set them in their own land, and the strangers shall be joined with them, and they shall cleave to the house of Jacob. And the people shall take them and bring them to their place. And the house of Israel shall possess them in the land of the Lord for servants and handmaids. And they shall take them uh, take them captive, who captives they were. And they shall rule over their oppressors. And what I'm trying to, well, the point of the scripture I'm reading is to show you that uh, when Christ comes back, he's going to, a wipe every tear. He's going to change his whole dynamic around. Well, the Israelites are all going to be serving with Christ, and uh, we will be the leaders of this world along with Christ as our king. And our oppressors who oppressed Amen. us, well, we will now be over them, teaching them and uh, about Christ and uh, about uh, whatever Christ commands us to teach them. Okay, And, and listen, it will be, all be turned listen, around. And if, I, and if you listen, brother, uh, 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 if I have to interject here, if you're listening and you are uh, Gentile and you're saying, well, Dad, that means my future is bleak. It didn't say he was going to oppress you. It's just that we will be over you. See, because the way out, a lot of these folks in New York full of haters acting like we're going to turn around and oppress them. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. If we were. We just are. But that ain't what the Bible says. It says we're going to teach you the ways of Zion. It's okay to be a, a, an employee if you got a wonderful boss, if you got a wonderful employer. Matter of fact, if you got a, a good employer, he will position you in a position to be your own employer one day. Employer, just because you're a servant, don't mean if your life is hard. It could be glorious if you were Esther, you know, in the Bible. Says wherever you go, I'm gonna go. Your God is gonna be my God. It's it's nothing wrong with people being over you as long as they are godly. So those of you that are saying, "Oh my God, that means we're gonna we're gonna get it," I don't believe that with those folks saying New York. I want you to finish, Brother Casper. But uh, I just want to say to those of you Gentiles listening, support this movement. Support our people because it's for your own salvation. Yes, we'll rule over you, but it's going to be a salvation. You will oh, yes. serve us as handmaids. Absolutely. You will serve us. Yeah. Absolutely. But you will enjoy it, and it's going to be peaceful, 
And ain't gonna y'all gotta just get out of this mindset that we're serving the Father, aren't we? Aren't we serving for the Father? Yet it's the it's the best life we know of when we're truly serving. So go ahead, brother Casper, wrap it up in about thirty seconds, and we'll close up the show okay. with a wonderful, peaceful uh, song by Kanye. I'm playing a lot of Kanye y'all tonight. Is the brother? I think he's real. And um, anyway, go ahead, brother Casper. Okay, I just want to wrap it up by saying it's Christ's kingdom, okay? And we all worship Christ. We look forward, and, and his judgment is just, all right? And uh, we look forward to that judgment. And it's uh, that whole thing with Israel being on top over their oppressors is Christ's way of making everything all right. And if you love Christ, you will endure whatever is necessary to make it to heaven. If he if he put a curse on his own people, he'll put a curse on any other people. And just like uh, us black folks right now, enduring our curses, enduring our punishment. So anybody that loves Christ, they should be happy and willing to to do a punishment that's coming to them for Christ if you love them. And uh, the that right there is is maybe bittersweet to uh, a, uh, a Gentile's ear. But at the same time, if you look at the totality of the scriptures, it's it's the pathway they have to go. This is their time to shine now. It's it's going to come to an end. But that is a pathway that they're going to have to go to make it to heaven. Um, it, it, yeah. We going through ours, and they got to go through theirs in their appropriate time. And it's just the way it yeah. is. It's the way and, he and, planned and, it. And, 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 yeah. And yes. we'll, we'll talk about that later on. I don't want to end because we got to wrap the yeah, show up. Yeah, yeah, right. We'll talk about that later on. But I, I want to say this. I want to say this about that, just just as the, if I may. Uh, we'll talk about that because it does mention, like Brother Casselberry is saying, that the Gentiles, those that took us captive, we will take captive. It does say that. But I think because anytime people say captive in this world, the modern era, we think of it's bad for them. It's bad for them. But that's not true. When Israel went into a land and they defeated the enemies, they took their women captive. But the Bible says you ought to shave their head for 30 days. You can't touch them sexually. You can't be with those women. For 30 days, they're to shave their head. And after 30 days, they're going to mourn for their husband you just killed because you went and took their land. And then after they inherit back in 30 days, they have to decide whether or not they want you to be their, their the man. And if not, you'll take them as concubines. So it wasn't like they were just going to be oppressed and mistreated. The Bible commands Israel to take care of those foreigners among you. It was a law. It was a must. So those people end up loving Israel, didn't want to live because Israel represents the most high. So, again, I just don't want to be associated with the people in New York because they talk like you're going to be licking my boots and all this stuff, and it don't say that. And they get Yeah, that making people cry, and I understand what you're saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They, they, they're getting that because every time somebody's taken in captivity like we were in the slave trade, it was a horrible thing. But if you're a fool and you're about foolishness and some people take you captive and bring you to God, that's a blessing. It may not seem like it when you first taken captive. It didn't seem like it, but those some ungodly people that Israel went and defeated and took their women. Eventually, those women came around and understood 
that these people really is true people of the Most High, and they were glad to be a part of that nation. So, folks, do not get in your in your mind because Israel in the United States is going to take captive those people that took us captive. That is bad for them. They're not ruling no more. If you want to look at it like that, that's bad. But do they need to be ruling if they're going to be on God in the first place? So it's actually a blessing. Demotion can be a blessing. Brother Casper, listen, I really thank you for coming to the show tonight. I appreciate your mom. She was out of this world. I thought she said a lot of good things. Um, that's why I let her go on and on. I really do mean out of this world. I really appreciated what the things she had to say. I really meant that. And you let her know that. And I just wanted to thank you and uh, again, and I'm going to go ahead and meet your line and wrap up the show. We're trying to stay under two hours. I know we're over <laughs> big time. But I thank you. I appreciate your gift, all things you have to share, the mannerism in which you spoke. You talked like a seasoned co-host tonight. I'm thinking to myself, have you co-host before? I was just thinking that because you did very well tonight, brother. Serious. Mm, thank you. Thank you, brother. All praises to the Mosai. Okay, go ahead and give us yeah, a final in less than 30 seconds. In, in less than 30 okay. seconds, go ahead and give us a final quickly, quickly. Okay. Well, thank everybody for tuning in. I hope everybody uh, picked up some things from this uh, podcast. I hope it uh, did well with your spirit, uh, understand what's happening and what to look for in the future. I hope we was able to uh, bring that to you where you can understand. And I thank everybody for coming. I'm thanking uh, you, Mr. Self. Uh, for having me on the show, and I'm just feeling grateful. My mom calling in. <laughs> oh, she loves us, son, and I love yeah, you too, yeah. Mama. And uh, I thank everybody. Uh, y'all have a good night. Shalom, shalom. Well, shalom, shalom, brother. And again, that's Brother Kenwin Castleberry, all the way from Tyler, Texas. And I enjoyed him as a caller. And I, and uh, he can go, y'all. He's got a lot more in that tank. And so I look forward to hearing from him. Tomorrow night, brothers and sisters, I'm going to be doing a one-on-one with Brother Seth. He's just going to be one-on-one with Seth. And I'm going to be talking about some things on my heart you can't miss tomorrow night. Uh, you can't miss tomorrow night, all right? And and uh, uh, we'll have callers. Uh, and I look forward to see who is going to call the show tomorrow because I'm going to be talking some things. Y'all guarantee y'all going to be shocked to hear it's different thoughts I've had over the years, and, and of course, I'm trying to write a book and a lot of stuff. I'm be talking about that tomorrow night again, 11 o'clock Central Standard Time, and then on Monday we're gonna have the game. Everybody is gonna be back on Monday. We made the his mother castle uh, bear again on Monday. Love everything away you, and there's nothing you can do about it.
could he not be the greatest? In my bed under covers when undercovers had raided. My presence is happy belated. Fashionably late, I'm just glad that you made it. The best is yet to come, I'm just glad that you waited. They all say they real till it's time to appraise it. I seen them come and go, you only the latest. But who am I to judge? I'm crooked as Vegas. Use this gospel for protection. It's a hard road to heaven. We call on your blessing. In the Father, we put our faith. King of the kingdom, our demons are trembling. Holy angels defending. In the Father, we put our faith. A lot of damaged souls, I done damaged those And then my arrogance took a camera pose Caught with a trunk, the very man alone They sing a different tune when the slammer close From the concrete grew a rose They give you rape talk, I give you faith talk Blindfolded on this road, watch me faith walk Just hold on to your brother when it's safe lost mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 